0: Boop, 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 Okay, now we're rolling. Uh, Hey,
1: everybody. You've reached the Mayfair Podcast. I'm Eric.
0: Hey, this is Josh. It is Tuesday, November 28th, 2023. Oh, man. This is going to be in December when they hear it, maybe? Yeah, well, this perfectly lines up this month where Friday, December 1st is the start of our new week. So our new week is right into the holiday season month, and we have a couple of holiday season-themed stuff that we'll talk about. We just got distracted because we had a rental in recently for a dispensary shop. I am a square, so I kept calling it a pot shop. You're like reading off a cue card. Yeah. basically. you like marijuana. You're like, yeah, that's right, Josh. And, you know, it's legal and everything. So they had gift bags and the whole bit Mm. and they were like do you want some and i'm like (laughs) no thanks anyhow you look like a guy (laughs) who smokes weed you're like hey what did you say (laughs) well even lower than that every once in a while we have a liquor license it's somebody else does it comes in and they have cans of beer or whatever and sometimes there's food from our friends at the smoke shack and they're always funny because they'll be like hey do you want a beer or hey do you want a burger and i'm like uh i don't drink or eat meat so thank you for both your offers but you can't help me either way it's kind of amazing you're like the least well not
1: helpful person you're the the most helpful person for these people putting on events here yeah but you're the least receptive person to any of those things oh yeah
0: (laughs) well even now it's funny i will be running errands and especially now holiday season of going to pick up a bunch of booze Mm mm-hmm And I don't know anything. (laughs) In my 40s, I don't know anything. You're like McLovin or something. Like, you literally have no clue. And I still have that. You know, it's funny because, spoiler alert, we will be chatting about American Graffiti in a bit. But there's this great scene in American Graffiti where Charles Martin Smith as Toad is going to buy some booze. And I guess he's, what, high school age. So he's supposed to be like 17 or 18 at the most. Mm -hmm. And I think in the States it's 21 to get booze. And it's this famous scene where he goes in and he kind of goes, okay, uh, let me get a comb and I'll get this Snickers bar and a newspaper and some matches uh, and this booze. Like
1: the Simpsons scene with Homer where he's with the illegal fireworks.
0: Yeah, I think that's the parody of <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, makes sense. But still, there's something in my head where whenever I buy booze, I always think I shouldn't be buying this or they're going to card me or something. You Even know? still. <laughs> it's kind of like when you... Go through when you cross a border, either by car or when you're flying. Sometimes you get that feeling of panic, even though you know you don't have firearms or cocaine in your luggage, but you just kind of get that sense of something could go horribly wrong yeah mine is if i'm bringing back stuff i've had sent to my friend's house and then i'm
1: bringing it back through customs i'm like they're gonna know that i didn't just buy this it was an ebay item from a year ago and i'm not gonna be able to prove it and i'm like i don't think they could give whatever i was gonna swear there but you know we'll keep this family related but (laughs) the point is yeah like every time it's like the most low risk stuff like you and i are not No scary (laughs) criminal types but like every time I'm like oh my god they're gonna know that my customs declaration was whatever like and it's always below the money it's it's literally nothing and I'm like they're looking for drugs or criminals or whatever they're not looking for a guy with 50 comic books he had sent to his
0: friend the best was a number of years ago when I was in college in Vancouver Three friends and I, because we just hadn't done it before, we road tripped down to Seattle just for the day. Just did a day trip and saw some sights and went to some shops.
1: Seattle Mariners game. Didn't do any sporting
0: things. No, that's no. fine. That's fine. But on the way back, we got stopped and the guy was over ambitious and none of us were trying to be difficult. We were just all <sighs> really nice Canadians. You don't have to try. Yeah, <laughs> and. He said, okay, can I look at your stuff in the trunk? And my stuff was in the trunk. Okay. So just kind of instinctively, I was like, okay, I'm going to show him my purchases that are in the trunk. <laughs> I went to get out of the car. He put a hand oh, to geez. his gun, I oh, swear, my god. and was like, no, sir, just the driver. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> he put a hand to his gun. So the driver, my other friend, went to the back, and the guy was really suspicious. And he was like, because it was a day trip, and it was for 21-year-olds. Okay. So he thought we were bringing back a bunch of drugs or something from Seattle. <laughs> or a bunch of coffee. I don't know. And what was in the trunk of the car? A two-four of cherry Coke. Oh. And some American candy. And I got two retro Star Wars coloring books. For very cheap at a used bookstore. (laughs) Of course. So they were in a brown bag and the officer pointed to that and went, what's that? And my friend driving kind of sighed. It's and the went, last
1: thing you'd expect. Sir. Yeah. He went,
0: uh, it's some Star Wars coloring books. <laughs> oh, my God. He's and like, wait, these aren't criminals.
1: These are a bunch of nerds.
0: Yeah. And this was an age where nerds weren't nerds quite yet. You yeah, know, right. like it was the mid late 90s where still nerd stuff to be sure, but not the way it is now. Super yeah. mainstream.
1: Geeks, I suppose, too, if we're being fair. Geeks. You know? Yes. Like, yeah, I
0: concur. I think yeah. geeks are pop culture
1: and nerds are smart computer people. That's what I used to say as a kid, yeah. like because I would get called a nerd. And I was like, I'm not a nerd. I'm a geek if you're gonna insult me like get it right you know like no offense to nerds of course
0: and i mean no offense to nerds or geeks but (laughs) as a longtime geek i'm like no i identify as a geek because i'm not smart but i know a lot about who would win in a fight the batman or the hulk it's literally
1: what i used to say at the time i'm like like bully me correctly you know like come (laughs) on
0: so they looked in the bag with the star wars books (laughs) and my friend said the guy had an air of disappointment because he thought he was going to make a big bust.
1: But then he was disappointed in a different way because he's like, guys, what are you, what are you doing? Yeah, Sh- Like, shouldn't you be drunk or something at least? Like Yeah,
0: <laughs> like there was nothing in there. And then the biggest thing that I thought was going to get us put in jail is my friend in the back, she bought some cool new Converse or something Ooh. and was wearing them. Oh, no. And I thought that might get us in trouble for some reason. <laughs> so then everything was fine. And he was like, okay, you can go. And my friend in the back, who was a very sunshine, sing-songy, friendly young lady, Uh went, okay, thank you, goodbye, and like waved. And I thought that was going to get a shot. What the hell? (laughs) You're the most, oh my God. Maybe it's better if I'm not in these situations with you because you're going to panic. (laughs) No, we went through the border more recently with some roller derby friends doing a roller derby road trip, and they looked at me suspiciously, And we're like, sir, have you ever gone by the name, and I swear, he goes, have you ever gone by the name Jafar? Oh,
1: you should have.
0: And I went, no. Oh, my God. And and this guy was a much nicer laid back guy. And he went, yeah, I could kind of see that. He goes, I had the same birthday and I guess general like appearance, appearance, except for, I don't know, not, not to profile, but I don't think I would be a Jafar, but- as somebody who had done something bad. Yeah. But that, that was fine. We got through like no problem 100%. Oh There's this guy that's been hassling my buddy Aladdin
1: and we thought it was you. He's like, no, no, that's not me.
0: So weird. But it got we got so far removed. Anyhow, the dispensary shop left behind some swag.
1: Yeah, I was about to say like we got so off topic with this in the best way the best because way. Good, that story yeah. was fantastic. <laughs> yeah.
0: So Eric likes swag and yeah. anytime somebody comes through, I try to grab him a radio station toque or baseball cap or whatever because... And, yeah. And it is partly
1: like as a gag. I like swag, but I'm also like, I don't like swag as much as I like build up that I do. Part of it is a gag because to me, it's like, we always get the most insane swag, like the the most random yeah. stuff, you know? So to me, I'm like, I'm as curious about the thought process of getting that stuff made, created, whatever... As I am with, you know, like, I can't wear, you know, 30 hats, obviously. But, like, I'm always like, wow, what's the deal with this? Because, you know, most people will do the hat or the shirt or whatever. But, like, then we'll get odd stuff such as today.
0: Yeah. So, a couple days ago, we had that screening in to celebrate a local dispensary. I think it was kind of like an early holiday season kind of thing. And they had so much swag. But they left behind a toaster that has a trademark slogan on the side that says super toast which i would hazard a guess is a joke about being stoned yeah but by all appearances it's a real toaster there's metal inside of it there's that little thing in the bottom to get rid of crumbs if you look in the underside of it you can kind of see wiring inside there but there is no cable to plug it into the wall and i thought there was a modern kind of attachment, like the way you'd plug in your phone to charge it up, but Eric tested that out and couldn't figure it out. No. So, what is this thing? I don't yeah. understand. It's possible that
1: it's just, well, because like it looks just like a toaster. Like it is a toaster. Yeah. But it doesn't. So, I was like, maybe it's an elaborate bit, but like why go to this much effort? Like, could have, because you can turn the knob, you can, yeah. you can. Turn the, you know, pull down the thing. You know, I don't know. I've never And you think if it was just
0: display, it wouldn't have the little metal grills on the inside.
1: Yeah. It's very strange. It would have been like, did they just have this one? Or were <laughs> there know. more than one? Because like to make this prototype and everything, like I would imagine, I don't, I'm talking like I know all about manufacturing and whatnot, but I would think that would be like hundreds of dollars, a hundred of dollars. I don't know. It's weird so a judge is like do you want this and i'm like well like sort <laughs> of but also like i mean if it's not a real toaster i don't even use a toaster we have a toaster oven you know but we have talked about having an actual toaster but i'm not using so much toast that i would need and plus like does it even work i don't even know there's no cord
0: i think it would make a good confusing secret santa gift or one of those what do you call it the white elephant trades just wrap up the toaster. And then it's anonymous, right? You could play dumb. Like, I don't know who gave you the toaster. Yeah, I'm so... Like, I'm intrigued by it, but also annoyed by it, in a way. Because, <laughs> yeah. like...
1: And, too, like, the pull-down thing. Like, I don't, know, I don't know. I've never tried to describe the workings of a toaster before. But, yeah. you know, the Switch or whatever. It doesn't have, like... It seems like it should have a plastic piece on it. So it's just the like bare metal. So when you hold that down, I mean, it doesn't feel great, first of all. But second of all, it doesn't hold. So you can't even... And it's funny too, because like it's clearly not plugged in. It clearly doesn't have batteries. It's pretty light. Yeah. But I still held it down manually Like I do in life. I'm always holding it down manually. But this time I was like, is it going to get hot? I'm putting my... And you're like, is it hot? Is it getting hot? And I'm like, I don't know why we thought it would. I thought maybe it was
0: pre-charged. I don't know. I don't even know.
1: Does it charge? We don't even know. Like it doesn't... It's not heavy enough to have a thing. And maybe... Honestly, maybe this was why they did this. Like, yeah, it never yeah. was meant to work, but we've been talking about this. And if it's a brand... Super Toast. Is Super Toast the name of the brand? I don't even know. Is that a bit about the toaster itself?
0: I don't know. Or is it a gag gift from some <laughs> crazy Pee Wee Herman magic gag shop or something? We gotta pass it on. Yeah, no, I just... I, I think don't we know. wrap it up and give it to Lee or... Make it twice removed. Like, yeah. if your wife is going to a secret Santa party, give it to her, and then it's super gone. Like, they can't track it.
1: Oh, my Jewish wife is going to a secret Santa oh, how party dare now? I? Wow, how dare I? wow. I that. She doesn't even know what marijuana is. I'm <laughs> sorry. I <laughs> no. retire from the business it's now. It's not like that at all, no. But <laughs> it's the most perplexing piece of swag we've ever gotten here. And that might seem like a faint praise yeah. remark to other people, but we've been getting swag, I mean, forever. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. This is... And it's not even the first dispensary or type or no or there was one before company, that whatever
0: slippers and Holy
1: lord that and they put up they covered up all the posters and they put up oh, like yeah it was honestly it was sort of like 50s sci-fi set almost is what it made me think of like they put up not walls but
0: like they were putting up blankets or something i don't even know how to describe like curtains and stuff yeah and uh, i 100 forget the name but i do remember the name sounded kind of evil. Yeah. It was like Lexcore. Yeah.
1: I think it was Hexo.
0: Hexon. or Hexo. Something,
1: something. I think there was two Xs. I'm not even... Hopefully three, Like, but I'm not going to get greedy. But like, that was
0: a crazy night because they were packed. It was 300 plus people. Wasn't it Legalization Day? I believe so, yeah. yeah. And they were doing some coast-to-coast parties which included in oh, Toronto yes. a free concert... With the Wu-Tang.
1: Yeah, and even you were excited
0: about it. I, I would have got to that. Yeah. I would have to wear like a mask. <laughs> I feel like I think they're smoking, m- <laughs> might be marijuana. <laughs> I'm a complicated person in that, you know, you might look at me too, wearing my Weird Al shirts. that, I mean, I love John Waters and, yeah. and I love the Wu-Tang. And, uh, you know, but that they had the budget to do A free concert, and I'm not sure the venue, but it was a... It It was pretty big. It wasn't the hockey stadium.
1: No. But it was... It was somewhere that that would have been packed.
0: So there was like, I don't know, 4,000 people getting to see a free Wu-Tang concert. And they must have been like just throwing swag at them and stuff too, I would imagine. It's crazy. And for here, for our little venue, I remember to be stereotypical, they watched Big Lebowski. Yeah. But there were... 300 plus gift bags on every seat. Mm-hmm. And in those gift bags were stuff like candles and gummies, and, but like slippers, toques. Yeah, random scarf, stuff. I think. Some people got really nice bathrobes. Yeah, I thought so. It was a lot of stuff. And I think, too, they gave out... I don't know what the legality of it was at the time, but they gave out coupons or gift certificates or something. Yeah. Because I think it was when stuff was still just in transition. But, yeah. And then I think... Do they do that because we live in a world where once upon a time, like say say when Big Lebowski came out, there would have been a big ad in the newspaper, ads on the radio, ads on the 11 o'clock news, but none of those things have the power they once did. So I think instead people do a lot more kind of outside the box promotion, and they spend money on having free screenings and concerts for advertising in lieu of buying a full-page ad in every newspaper from coast to coast, mm-hmm. I think.
1: Yeah, quite an interesting thing. It still feels like it didn't really happen. But yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> seemingly it did, but now they're trying to get topped by the toaster people. God, I'm gonna look into it later. See yeah. if anybody else. See if there's like a thread of people confused by the super toast toaster. We can find the like pull-down plastic piece that. Yeah, it's off. missing that. That would burn your finger, wouldn't it? I, would mean, it it? Terrible, so, oh, no, I mean, it feels terrible. Oh no, it would be hot. Yet. Burn you? Yeah, it well, it
1: won't even yet. turn on, so we can't yeah. even. I'm not even worried <laughs> about the heat part.
0: Yeah, and so yeah, we're gonna. If you get a Secret Santa gift and it's. The super toast toaster, it came from us. Yeah, and
1: (laughs) I mean, don't think about it. It probably won't work, and I mean, it's not the best gift, but still, we're having fun. Just give it away at the next cinema. Oh, man. And speaking of, cinema went well. Excellent. But the fun sort of side story about that was I thought I would double bill it with the Warriors, and then I didn't. But well, my f- friend sort of was thinking about it, but then bailed. And I was like, I'm not doing this. So, yeah. Uh, so then, yeah. So I made sure I got here early so I could grab a couch. There was already someone in the couch I like who stayed from the Warriors. And okay. so I was forced to take the one on the right instead. I And it was like so crazy. And I was like, wait, I, I don't know if I've ever watched a movie in this couch. And it, it was nice. You really get right down. The other one's a little more firm because it's newer. So you but- were... House left. I was to the right of your seat while you're sitting in it. Oh, house right. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I'm in the yeah. white couch, not the I gotcha. don't know, beige, whatever it is. Anyways. Yeah. And so, like, and it was fun. And I was trying to wait out the people, but I, it, <laughs> it was a couple, and I was like, okay, they're obviously not leaving. Was it Brad and Ann? No. no? I, they were younger. I don't, oh, okay. They were just a random, I don't know. I didn't go too close to them, but anyways. But and then I was like, I better grab the couch while I can. Yeah. So I go back there, and I hear there was a group of, like, I would say, like seven uh, Carlton students, and they were like, oh, uh, yeah, are you? Are you Gonna stay for cinema, or I don't know, whatever. I'm not sure. And they were kind of coming and hawing because, like, you know, I know sometimes some people are like, kind of like, is it going to be like, Gross, or is it gonna be like I don't know, a good movie or laughable, whatever you know? So, so for me, I'm always I try to go just for a good vibe and some laughs and all that stuff. And so I just I'm gonna jump in on this. And so I was like, (laughs) it's worth it. It's gonna be good. And I I was like, sorry, I was I'm presenting it. It's not gonna be like trigger warning type stuff. It's just fun, whatever you know. And they were like, oh okay. And so they were talking about it, but then two of them didn't have memberships. Oh. And so the five of them were gonna stay, and then the these other two young ladies were like, oh I guess we'll go. And I was like, listen, not to jump in again, (laughs) people I don't even know. But I was like, I think I have fake guest list or something like I never bring anyone or anything and I was like I would rather have more people enjoy the movie than have you not go like ultimately I'd rather you buy memberships yeah but if staying here with your friends watching the movie is, makes you be like oh I should buy a membership this was awesome why the hell not you know yeah. that's a lot better than you're going home in the dark your friends are here that's not fun you know so anyway so I was like just you know whatever say my name it was Andrew I was like I'll tell him don't worry about it and so I did and they came back so they went. I guess they went over to Quinn's, and then they came back, and they were like, oh, hey, hey. we came back. And I was like, oh, hey, how's it going? You know? <laughs> and it was fun, and they really enjoyed the movie. And then I timed my speech so that there'd be enough time to get. The good thing about the 1130 ones is that you can catch the 1 o'clock bus, and there's a 130 bus, ah, which is the yes. last one. So the midnight cinemas, it's got to be an hour and a half or less. You got to get that speech like quick, 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 and you can dart out the door. But most times I'm like, once the credits hit, I'm gone. Yeah. And I do like ruminating afterwards and hearing people's discussions, all that. And I was like, for sure, they're going to say something or thank me or whatever. But I'm like, literally, I want want to be on that bus, which came early. Oh, no. I busted out there, got the bus and everything. Had I stopped and talked to them, I would have missed it. I didn't. But just long story to say, I totally forgot to mention the podcast during my speech like most times. How dare you? Because I'm terrible. But just it was a cool like little. It meant. You know, it was like nothing to me and, and it's not something I've really done before, but I was like, eh, sure, it's free, your friends all have memberships, it's whatever, you know, so it was just really cool. And like, it was, it's nice to give people that experience.
0: It is. It's stuff like that. Every time when, you know, everyone's while, well, say our debit credit machine is down because the internet's not working and just the little things we do like saying, oh, just come and pay on your way out. It should be fixed then. Or... And we don't do this all the time, but if you look trustworthy and you say, oh, my God, I forgot my membership at home, just letting people in on a cheaper price or just anything like that, giving away popcorn at the end of the night for free. Yeah, which we did. It really is that little good deed, small business karma wheel that then when trouble happens, like, you know, a pandemic, (laughs) uh, people got your back
1: yeah and especially they clearly they seem to me to be first years and like you know pretty new to ottawa probably and like you know maybe they weren't i have no idea but they look pretty young and and so it's like it's just i remember when i first moved here and i was going to carlton and i was coming to you know mayfair and probably cinema you know and it was just like i don't know like these little gestures that mean i can't say they mean nothing to me but that take zero effort at all and that can mean so much to people and just and it's it's already fun to be able to present cinema and and show people like i don't overthink it but like i Without me being here or whatever, they would never have seen this movie on the big screen or maybe at all. And it's just kind of, and I'm sure Leaf probably feels the same way. Like, that's the cool thing about cinema is like, you're never going to see that on the big screen, whatever it is. Yeah. You, You will not. And even more to that, it's like, it's going to be some probably weird, obscure thing that you may never have seen anyway. So uh, it's just, it's it's a fun, it's like a special thing. You know, maybe they don't come back to cinema, they don't get a membership, who knows. But for that one night, it was at least a fun thing. you
0: know. They better, they better. Yeah, yeah well, <laughs> and
1: it's, and I, you know, I forgot their name. They asked my name and I didn't ask their names. Was I supposed to? I don't know. Is it none
0: of your business? Yeah, they had to name drop me, not the other way around. It doesn't matter who they were. Okay, so let us mention the movie's For the week of Friday, December 1st, as we make our way into the holiday season month. First, we have a holdover. Priscilla is back for a second week. Oh, I saw it. It's very good. Spoiler alert, Elvis is a bad dude.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and and obviously it's been doing well enough that it's back, so
0: that's good. Yeah, and I really like Sophie Coppola. What I like is, it's kind of a silly thing to say about a movie, because all movies are visual, but it's really a visual movie in that really pretty cinematography and long bouts of silence where you can't just be sitting at home looking at your phone yeah. because you're watching the actor and going oh this is what the actor is going through even though they're not vocalizing it mm. and it's, just, it's a really interesting companion piece to Baz Luhrmann's Elvis because that also shows Elvis as being not a good guy yeah. But is big and hero worship and fast and this is small and slow and simple and more from Priscilla's point of view and is super creepy. The opening scene is one of Elvis's friends Picking up Priscilla in a soda shop yeah. and saying, "Hey, do you want to come to a party at Elvis's house?" And she's whatever thirteen or fourteen, and he's twenty-five or twenty-six, and it's just like, Ugh. yeah, no, that's uh, it's pretty gross. <laughs> but that's a whole and, other thing. Uh, as Gwen pointed out later, it's the exact same age difference between she and I, but the wow. difference is <laughs> that. I didn't meet her when she was 13. Right. She was in her 20s and I was in my 30s. No. So that's the difference there. (laughs) It's better not to dwell on that element of it, I suppose. Yeah.
1: My wife and I are a month apart, but so I can't. I don't know about your creepy, weird relationship. (laughs) But no. No, it's stuff like that. It's like, oh, it's so hard to like, I mean, especially a character like that, you know, like he is a character at this point, you know, (laughs) he's larger than life. And it's funny, too, because like, at least in the Boz Lerman one, he was like, not portrayed as a villain, per se, because you had the Colonel Tom element and it's like, you yeah. know, but yeah, like it's just such a like bombastic film, that one, you know, and and I did enjoy it. Like, I, it's a spectacle, you know, but it's very different from this movie.
0: The most interesting thing is Priscilla was out backing both films she was at the premiere for elvis and was saying nice things about it yeah and this one is based on her book and she's actually a producer on it so it's interesting that she had involvement with two very different movies yeah and that she is still kind of you know she's still priscilla presley and she's still i believe kind of running a lot of that stuff like graceland and yeah. that kind of thing so but anyhow it's a very good movie we'll see what happens A lot of times, this time of year, any movie like this, people are like, Oscar buzz. But we'll see what happens in the next little while.
1: Yeah, I mean, even the other one had Oscar buzz. So I
0: would hope this one, like the more restrained version, has one too. So our other new movie this week is an Ottawa premiere documentary called The Smell of Money, which is about a century after her grandfather claimed freedom from slavery. A woman in North Carolina fights the world's largest pork corporation for their freedom to enjoy fresh air clean water and a life without stench of manure jeez yeah it's it's the little people versus big evil corporation kind of an environmental documentary won a bunch oh. of awards full disclosure the trailer makes me sad uh, Yeah, know to be
1: <laughs> quite honest i'm probably not going to watch this movie because it'll put me in a bad headspace but still there's like... a
0: shot in the trailer of just a sad pig in a cage yeah and I know that pigs are smarter than cats or dogs. Yeah. And I'm just like, ugh. I do know. My cat would beg to differ, but you know, he's <laughs> biased. <laughs> he should have a chess match, a pig and a cat.
1: Yeah. I'm like, I, I, I'd watch that documentary. <laughs> that sounds less sad. <laughs> Let's do it. Oh, man. I didn't even realize. And I thought that this wasn't a documentary at first either. Oh, yeah. Because like, it yeah. sounds like, well, not Aaron Brockovich per se, but, you know, just the little guy versus the big guy kind totally. of Totally. It could
0: be a movie starring George Clooney or Julie Roberts as lawyers. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah.
1: Probably will be eventually. Could be, <laughs> yeah.
0: So then our first offering for the Christmas season is I don't know. We didn't tag this as an Ottawa premiere, but it might be an Ottawa premiere. Have to go back and look through the records. A bizarre. 50th anniversary screening of The Christmas Martian, which is a French-Canadian movie about a Martian who comes to a small Quebec town and makes friends with a couple of kids. <laughs> and the reviews are hilarious. <laughs> it already just... Where this one a really good website called Canuxploitation, oh, which yeah, is all about B-movies, yeah. says it's, quote, easily the most insane example of Canadian children's cinema ever conceived... In other words, it's great. And then Vinegar Syndrome, who produced this restoration... Okay, that makes sense. ...says, a viable contender for the weirdest Canadian movie of all time. And Lee watched it. I wish he was here. Oh, jeez. So Lee got this 4K restored (laughs) Blu-ray. Of course. And Oppenheimer 4K restored Blu-ray at the same time. Okay. And because it's Lee, he watched them back-to-back or close together. So the true Martianheimer. Martianheimer. Yeah. He said... Christmas Martian looks better than Oppenheimer in its 4K restoration. Okay. Is that true? Can that be possible? (laughs) I don't know. I I mean, it is Vinegar Syndrome. Like, they do very good work. And he said the reason is because Vinegar Syndrome goes head over heels on these movies. Yeah. And having seen the trailer the other night in front of something. Oh, we saw it in front of Priscilla. What? Of Gwen leaned over, it's... and it's kind of a little joke catchphrase. She leaned over and she said, that movie has no right to look that good. <laughs> yeah. We kind of say that about most of their stuff. I mean, like, well, Vinegar Syndrome, they do a lot of actual good movies too, but True, yeah. they've also done several that are just fun. If That might be the way to say it. But like, speaking of where else are you going to get to watch The Christmas Martian. It's something. Nobody's even
1: heard of this till this week, I feel like. (laughs) So, I
0: mean, I have not even heard of it and like I'm obsessed with all of the things you just said, so... It's my argument... For saying that we can just stop making movies. Yeah. Because we keep showing movies from 50 years ago that are awesome that I've never heard of.
1: And it honestly sounds like Principal Skinner's favorite Christmas movie (laughs) from that episode. Where it's like the Christmas that almost wasn't then was. That's the first thing I thought of where it's just like low budget sets and like weirdness. And you're like, what's even happening? Yeah. yeah. but, But in color.
0: So. So then the next day we have our 30th Saturday morning all you can eat cereal cartoon party. And this will be a holiday season edition. I don't know what is on there because I always like to kind of be surprised. But we have received the package and uh, so it's ready to go. 30th anniversary. That's fun. 30th anniversary. Yeah, not sort of. 30th year. Yeah. Well, no, but I mean, 30th edition. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can yeah. still call it that. And this one, I mean, it's so funny because it's the cartoon parties are always popular. Yeah. But to have a Halloween and a holiday season one back to back is always awesome.
1: And the 30th anniversary, as everyone's that calling too. it, that. The <laughs> <anniversary>. <laughs> that is going to be good. And I mean, I feel like the Christmas one usually does well, too. Like,
0: I mean, they always do well, but the Christmas yeah. one. Yeah, I'm uh, always surprised. Just really the deep diving of trying to find this is for sure all new Christmas cartoons, but finding the commercials yeah. and the station breaks that are all holiday themed as well. Mm-hmm. I think that's as impressive and to
1: be clear he means that they're all new as in haven't been showed at cartoons not that Correct. they're from 2023 they're all 2023 you know there's gonna be at least one guy who's like what What? they're all new <laughs> i don't want to do that booing
0: Boo. I w- we
1: would feel the same way like come on we're not coming here no offense to modern cartoons because i know you have many friends who make those that's true yes but it's not the same vibe as like a weirdo 80s rambo christmas or something rambo like, christmas which, oh. which is a thing. <laughs> yeah.
0: So And it's very good. I mean, well, depending on your feelings about those things. So then, finally this week, we have the aforementioned American Graffiti for its 50th anniversary. Yes. This is one of my favorite movies. It's just, it's so simple. It's a bunch of kids about to go their separate ways to go to college and university. Mm -hmm. And it's just them hanging out. Like, it's such a weird movie to say, no, no, it's really good. Because (laughs) it's just a bunch of kids hanging out. And it's a couple fighting and another one trying to track down a girl he likes. Lots of great music and cool looking cars. Oh, great soundtrack. Shot in Marin County. And it really is George Lucas's story. And it's so funny to think of nostalgia because the tagline of this is, where were you in 62 (laughs) nowadays we're nostalgic right now I would say a lot of younger folks are nostalgic for the 80s maybe even the 90s but imagine if this came out now and the tagline was where were you in 2012
1: oh lord like, who cares? I can't do it. I, I, maybe 2002. I don't know. I'm trying yeah, to think of, yeah. like, what would be a more reasonable. But it's funny, like, this is making me think of the fact that we recently were talking about a, another movie that was made by people who, quote unquote, made American Graffiti. Yes. But then later we found out they had made American Graffiti 2. And I, I don't know. There's something funny about that where it just, like, it's like, oh, yeah, no, it's, it's the guys who made Airplane. You're like. Uh, To be clear, Airplane 2. (laughs) Yeah. Which was Ken Finkelman, actually, who wrote and directed that. Canadian and, you know, made the newsroom, not the HBO one. Right. That's a good show. That's that's kind of a funny, like, hardly any... I would think almost no Americans would be able to tell you who wrote and directed Airplane 2. But I always found that fascinating that it's this, like, later CBC darling who made a bunch of, like... Yeah, more tears. He made a bunch of TV series here. And I was like, wait, he did Airplane 2. Okay.
0: Well, it's always interesting to think, too, how this movie was produced by Coppola, directed by Lucas, and... I always think, as someone who's a giant Star Wars nerd and is happy with many, many more Star Wars stories, imagine if Star Wars came out and did okay, but was not a phenomenon. Mm -hmm. And it didn't allow for Lucas to make more Star Wars and make Indiana Jones. And he went back to making American Graffiti kind of movies. We could be in this weird alternate universe where Lucas just made a bunch of character pieces and kind of awards darlings. Yeah. And like, well, and like Red Tails or whatever, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, which I really
1: liked, but that's a whole other kettle of it. And also side note before I forget, yep. uh, vis-a-vis the cartoons, uh-huh. a friend of mine, well, a friend of a friend. So he was nervous. He'd been waiting to get tickets. And then he, uh, my friend was telling me, he reached out to you because he went to the wrong link. And he was looking at last year's. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and so he reached out to you like an idiot. Well, I mean, his words, not mine.
0: I didn't call him that. No, no. And, and, he, and
1: so he was asking my friend, and he's like, Was it Josh? And then he like sent him the screenshot and he was like, Yeah, it was for sure Josh. And he like <laughs> felt a, so ashamed that he had to be like, Is this the right link? And you're like, No, that's clearly 2020. And you weren't even rude or anything like that. No, but, no, no. But it was just like really funny that I was like, You know, because I know you get a lot of. I'm not going to say stupid questions, but you get a lot of questionable comments and sometimes are not, you know, super in the mood for such things. And so it's like, oh, you got them on a good day. And like, you kind of...
0: It's it's just always funny when people find an old events.com website page. Yeah. And it says, Saturday morning cartoons. And I know because it's in my brain now. (laughs) Volume 25, December something, 2022. Yeah. Ticket sales are done. And it says that on it. But if you go to our website, you would see cartoon party 30 advanced tickets coming soon yeah now they're up there now they're available but people do that they find an old link or they go to the wrong place and it's just kind of like guys just go to the website all (laughs) the
1: information's there yeah he was like oh yeah make sure you mention that in the podcast and and, and grill my buddy malcolm (laughs) about that yeah so it's like that's that but yes, Mary, Graffiti, great, fantastic. It's one of those soundtracks that's just, you know, like Forrest Gump, Mary, Graffiti. Like, there's just like these,
0: like, just, oh my God, like. So good. Uh, classics, you know, but yeah, come see that. And not that we forgot about this, but we're just kind of busy doing other things. So we're not officially having a 91st birthday party. Oh, yeah, shoot. I forgot. December 5th?
1: December 5th. Wow. Are you impressed that I remembered that?
0: that Very impressive. I didn't just look that up. But American Graffiti's on December 5th. So that's a special thing. So come see the 50th anniversary of American Graffiti on December 5th. That's still a cool thing to do to celebrate the Mayfair.
1: Is Christmas Martian also playing the 5th? Because that would be hilarious. No,
0: it's Priscilla and... American Graffiti, and then a rental before that. Okay, okay. Uh, All right. I'm pretending
1: uh, the rental is a celebratory 91st birthday thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. But, you know, every day at the Mayfair is a party. We could do, like, a specific, here's something extra special. And I say this always kind of humble bragging, but I'm like, we're kind of always doing something special. Yeah. Whether it be, oh, here's Goblin performing with Suspiria, or here's Saturday morning cartoons, or here's this anniversary movie, or here's this restored movie. So it's kind of hard to pick out a, here's something extra special when we're always kind of doing something cool.
1: Yeah, exactly. I agree. That is a good movie to have as a celebratory
0: thing. It works. You know, everyone loves it. Why not? Yeah. And then I'll just quickly mention, we have two rentals this week that you could actually buy tickets and come to. One is called Mountains on Stage which is an outdoorsy mountain climbing thing. And one is called Playback, which is a locally produced skateboard. I was going to say skateboard documentary, but skateboard video. Okay. And we, we
1: almost interviewed one of the almost. people behind this. And then he they dropped it. Us. But it was like easy come, easy go for me. Because I was just like, oh, all right. Yeah. No offense to that person. I'm sure that they're great and things happen. We can't
0: get Andrew half the time. so No, Andrew was going to be here again. <laughs> what? And I invited him and he uh, he said, Up, oh, not going to make it. But so that is our week. <laughs> kicking off december in style with a couple of christmas stuff and anniversary screenings and a premiere so lots of, and lots of good stuff i'm uh, doing a fun sleepover weekend
1: this weekend oh. um so my wife she's a twin and so it, their birthday was in september but they haven't been able to do it there's been a lot going on yep. so they were going to do all these different plans but then they went and had other trips blah blah, blah. so instead the sister is going to come over to our place for friday and saturday night yeah and then they're going to do whatever they do i don't know and then i so i was like okay well maybe i'll go to my friend's place and stay there friday saturday and then so his wife's gonna go to her friend's place in montreal friday saturday and then our third friend, uh, our <laughs> other bandmate, he's gonna stay over, I think also the Friday, Saturday. So we're gonna have like uh, guys weekend sleepover, whatever, and like I'm gonna bring my projector and we're gonna like watch stuff. She should and play rock music. and roll
0: all night long. Oh my
1: god, we're gonna do that. So Friday night and then we're coming to cartoons and uh, but I'm making the pay, obviously, of course. But yes, you know, yes. Although I guess I probably should have paid for my friend's ticket since he's hosting me. But the point is, you know, <laughs> I support the theater. But it's gonna so it's gonna be a wild, fun thing, and we're gonna we're gonna roll in here and then we're gonna go I think we're going to Car- Charlton's doing a craft thing or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I guess we're going to do that after. So instead, it's, it's going to be like kind of. And then yesterday I found out yeah, her, her sister is sick. So it's like, maybe she may come or maybe not. And I was like, well, I'm still doing the sleepover <laughs> weekend. Either
0: way, you can have fun yourself. I'm out of here. Yeah, it's going to be good. Cool. So, thanks for listening, everybody. You can go to mayfairtheater.ca as we just said to get all of your information. Yeah. Don't Welcome. email me. Yeah, don't you email knew me, what Malcolm. You were doing. <laughs> go to the website; it's all oh, there. I really hope he listens to this. And we're on all the social media stuff. And we'll be back next week with some more holiday season announcements.
1: Huzzah!
0: Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.
1: Oh, and don't think I didn't notice the Dream Scenario poster in the candy oh, bar. Oh yeah. That means we're actually gonna get a Cage movie.
2: I just saw a vision. I saw a goddess. We're having yeah. a reunion, just for the fun of it. Hey, Is what they call copy a feel? Because a few years ago, a dozen young actors and an unknown director made a movie so dazzling and different, and so much fun, that it stood the world on its ear. The director was George Lucas. He wrote it with Gloria Katz and Willard Hike. Then went on to make Star Wars. And those unknown stars, Richard Dreyfuss, Ron Howard, Cindy Williams, Paul Lematt, Mackenzie Phillips, Kathleen Quinlan, Suzanne Summers, Charlie Martin Smith, Candy Clark, Harrison Ford, and Wolfman Jack. American Graffiti, it's back! with new scenes oh, it's to and at selected theaters a big new stereo Dolby sound uh, double chubby chuck a Mexicali chili bar two orders of french fries and... So and two cherry cokes you want a knuckle sandwich? um no thanks I'm waiting for a double chubby chuck American Graffiti I love you operator. just for the fun of it <laughs>